Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the very first episode of Philly Sports Rants. We basically sit down, we talk about, rant about what's going on in Philadelphia in the sports section today. And today, today's a very interesting episode because yesterday, last night, the Philadelphia Eagles played a very key, pivotal game versus the Los Angeles Rams. And they came out on top 30 to 23. Nick Foles had an amazing day. No touchdowns, but he did have an interception. It was a really bad interception, but at the end of the day, we got the win. Also, the defense, man. I don't I don't know what defense showed up last night, but it, it looked like the 2017 defense even though it's a whole new secondary, all new linebackers basically, all backup. But the defense really showed up. Even special teams, you know, people really overlook special teams, but they even showed up today. It was a as as Doug Peterson said in the locker room afterwards, it was a full team effort, and the Eagles really showed why they are defending ch- champs. For maybe the first time this whole season, this might be the first time this whole season that they've actually looked like defending world champs. But we'll get into that a little bit later. I think, first of all, we really got to give praise. I know everybody thinks it's going to be Nick Foles, but no. To Doug Peterson and his game plan, he's been criticized all year, but he really came out and put together a Super Bowl coaching performance. This is the Eagles, obviously, their best game defensively and maybe offensively of the whole season. I know we played the Giants. We just heard the Giants and whatnot earlier in the season. We had some good games. This might be Doug Peterson's best coaching Offensively, and Jim Schwartz's best defensive coaching by far. This is the best game by the defense by far. Might be the best productive day by the offense. Best game of the season for Alshon Jeffrey, eight receptions for 160. And of course, Nick Foles, 24 for 31 on 270 passing yards. He did have that one interception that he kind of, kind of forced in there. It was it was unnecessary. I think that the Eagles should have ran the ball in that play. But nonetheless, we got the win. The Eagles also rushed it 28 times. Wendell Smallwood had 10 attempts. 48 yards, two touchdowns. Josh Adams, 15 attempts on 28 yards and a touchdown. And Darren Sproles, three for 30, no touchdowns. And one thing that really stood out was Nick Foles spreading the ball around. He he, he hit Alshon eight times, Golden Tate five, Ertz three, Sproles three, Goddard two, Smallwood twice, Aguilar once. So there was no staring down receivers no tunnel vision. Foles really, he took what defense gave him every time. As you see, Sproles had three. Smallwood had two. So he really took his check downs. Ertz had a, had a couple. Goddard had a couple. So he was really spreading the ball around. And it really showed for the first time since the Super Bowl that the Eagles looked like the Super Bowl team that actually came into Los Angeles and showed that, hey, we're still here. We're we're defending champs. You're not gonna walk all over us. You know, pregame, they're predicting the score, and only one person predict that the Eagles will win. And, and the Eagles are thirteen point thirteen point five underdogs, the most by a defending Super Bowl champ to be an underdog by. But hey, maybe the theme of underdogs work. Maybe they saw it before the game and they were underdogs. And they were like, okay, guess we got to do it again. Guess we got to prove them wrong one more time. Why hungry dogs 
run faster. And it really showed, you know, the Eagles just wanted this game more. And it showed this team doesn't want to give up. This team wants to make the playoffs. This team wants a repeat. They don't want a disappointing season. They don't want to be a flash in the plan. They don't want to be a fluke. Everybody's calling them a fluke right now. They want to actually make the playoffs, win a couple games. You know, you win one game in the playoffs. You're a legitimate playoff team, so you got to see what happens. But also, one more thing that we have to credit in the coaching department is Jim Schwartz. He really, he really coached today. He didn't make the same dumb decisions as he usually does. He he didn't play prevent on third and long. He he did play soft the whole entire game, and he did he the game plan was simple. Take all the dink and dunks you want, and it really showed in Jared Goff's stats. I mean, he passed the ball fifty four times on thirty five completion for 339 yards but the longest catch of the game was Reynolds for 33 yards and that is huge because the Los Angeles Rams are a big play team and the biggest rush of the day was 21 yards by Todd Gurley so there was no plays over 40 yards no plays over 35 yards the whole entire game and you could tell that they were getting frustrated and irritated and and they really wanted to stretch the field but you can't do that when there's four players playing all the way back, and you just can't get by the defense. Now, of course, they did get that one big play late in the game. It was a very crucial play that really could have sparked them into winning it, but of course, Eagles held on. When Jim Schwartz kind of took the safety down, let Razul Douglas play one-on-one, and hey, same results all season. He got burnt, got down to the one-yard line. Todd Gurley walked in for his second touchdown, but other than that one mistake that I really saw from the defense, Civ play calling by Jim Schwartz, the defense played an amazing game. Like you, you wouldn't notice. And since we're on topic of defensive players making great plays, Madox, LeBlanc, Roswell, Douglas. I mean, is there really a difference than Jalen Mills and Ronald Darby? I mean, I know they were the stars at the beginning of the season. I understand, but. I haven't seen any double moves lately. I mean, besides Amari Cooper running for a thousand yards on him last game and five hundred touchdowns, I mean, they they ran by him at least. It wasn't just double moves that got him, but they really played an amazing game. And you, you start to look at the depth of this Eagles secondary and the and how deep the Eagles really go for them to be using practice squad players to step up in the big Sunday night game and hold this. Big play, big shot, Los Angeles Rams defense held them. And this just really shows how the Eagles, in my opinion, the Eagles are back. I think that the Eagles are going to be on the right track. We have a game in Houston. We have a game in Washington. The Houston game is at home in Philly, which would be huge because Houston... Honestly, I don't think Houston is... They're obviously a great football team. They have DeAndre Hopkins. Deshaun Watson is a great young quarterback, and I think he'll do great in the NFL. But there's a lot of games that have been decided by one possession for the Houston Texans, and I think if the Eagles can pull one out, I mean, the Texans did just have one versus the Jets where they only won by one score, and they were down in that game until Hopkins, of course, in my opinion, the best wide receiver in the league, had an amazing touchdown grab. But I think it is possible. I think these last games are possible. I think it is possible for the Cowboys to fall apart, but I don't see that happening. They have too easy of games left on their schedule and I do think that we can take that sixth seed and I do think that we will be playing the Dallas Cowboys in the wild card game in 
Texas, in Jerry's world. And it's, it's very rare and hard to beat a team three times in a row, I'm just going to say. And with, with, if we play with our game plan that we played against the Rams, man, the Cowboys aren't going to be able to throw for almost 500 yards on us next time. Now for today's wrap-up, of course, we want to talk about a few very important things. Now we know that the Eagles' hopes, playoff hopes, are very much still alive. I have a lot of confidence in this Eagles team after beating the Rams. I don't think that this was a fluke. I think that they're for real. I think we're going to keep the same game plan going into next week to another big shot team in the Houston Texans. And when you look at the Eagles' chance, the Eagles, they lost to the Cowboys twice, but the Eagles still have a chance to win the NFC East. And there is a few things that have to happen. Now, first, the Eagles do have to win out, and the Cowboys will have to lose out. And if those things happen, the Eagles will be back-to-back NFC East champs for the first time since 2004 that there was a back-to-back winner of the NFC East. Now, nobody really predicts that the Cowboys will lose out. They have the Bucks. They have the Giants. We know those are two really easy games. We know that the Bucks, Jameis Winston, he's not the best option at quarterback for an NFL team. And we know that they've been struggling, and they did just lose. James Winston had two turnovers in their last game. So I think that the Cowboys will at least win one of the next two games, at the least win one of the two. And so that takes us to the wild card spot. Now, this is where it gets interesting. Now, before the Rams game, the Eagles had to beat the Rams, beat the Texans, beat the Redskins. The Vikings had to lose to the Lions or the Bears, and the Panthers have to lose to the Saints or Falcons or the Saints again at least once. Now, check, first check mark, Eagles beat the Rams. The Panthers play these Saints tonight. Now, if the Saints win versus the Panthers, that's two check marks. That means that now the only thing the Eagles have to do is beat the Texans, I think will beat the Redskins. So really the only challenge in our way is beating the Texans and the Vikings only have to lose to the Lions or the Bears. Now, the Bears are a great football team and hopefully the Bears do what they're supposed to do and what they've been doing all season and come in and just defensively dominate the Minnesota Vikings. And if those things happen, they just have to lose one game. Panthers and Vikings, one game, they have to lose. And then the Lions think it's going to be an easy game for the Vikings. I think it's come down to the final game of the season. We're going to be watching closely the Vikings versus the Bears. That's going to be the key game on if the Eagles make it into the playoffs. We control somewhat of our own destiny. But this really shows how games like blowing a 17-point lead to the Panthers, blowing a 14-point lead in the fourth quarter versus the Tennessee Titans, and other games that the Eagles should have won. This is where games like that come back to bite us because we can easily be 8-6 and six right now. We could easily be 9-5 and five right now. Those are games that we could have easily won. Those games we had in our hands. Games that if we played with the same game plan that we played yesterday, we would have played with, with that kind of intensity on defense, played with that offensive play calling, just doing what we need to do, taking what the defense gives us. We wouldn't be having this problem right now. We'd be in a wild card spot, fifth, sixth seed right now, in the driver's seat, you know, only having to play the last couple of games, you know, not really any pressure on us, but that's not reality right now. Reality is that we have to rely on at least the Vikings 
Because I think the Panthers will lose at least one game to the Saints. They might even lose to the Falcons. Even though the Falcons are mathematically eliminated, they want to play for pride. And it is a divisional game, so you never know. But I think it's going to really come down to the Vikings and the Bears game. I think that is the game that is going to decide whether the Eagles are going to make the playoffs or not. Now, honestly, the Eagles, technically, really, they don't deserve a playoff spot. Because they, like I said, they've blown games that they should have won. They've lost games like they lost to the Buccaneers. And I know people say, oh, we had Nick Foles or whatever. We could have won that game. We had our, we had all of our starters in. I know some players did go down, but what's new with that? You know, definitely should have beat Tennessee. Definitely should beat the Panthers. I think those are winnable games. Now, obviously, the Panthers have lost multiple games in a row. We lost to the Vikings. They're now starting to spiral a little out of control. So hopefully, hopefully we get in. And you know, once the playoffs start, your record zero zero. Regular season doesn't matter. Injuries, no matter what you want to say. If your team makes it into the playoffs like the, way the Eagles do, no excuses for injuries. Come in 0-0 with our roster. We're going to be ready to roll. And I think we're going to come in with all the confidence in the world. I think we're going to be playing in Jerry's world. And I think if we play in Jerry's world, I think we can win. Now, if we have to play the Bears, I think that's the end of the Eagles' season. But if we play the Cowboys, I think we have a chance to win a wild card game, get into the divisional round. And I think Eagles fans... Even though they won the Super Bowl last year, I think Eagles fans would be happy. I would be happy if if we made it past the Cowboys. I just want to beat the Cowboys. We make it past the Cowboys into the divisional round. It shows that hey, we're still a playoff team. Losing our starting quarterback, losing our defense, basically our whole secondary, losing a key Jordan Hicks linebackers playing with free agents, playing with undrafted, playing with rookies out there. I think if we can capitalize on these last couple games, we can make some noise. In the playoff. Not saying we can beat the Saints or the Chiefs or the Bears, but I think we can make some noise in the playoffs. Maybe play some competitive games, multiple games, if we play the Cowboys in the first round. And that is all I have for you today for Philly Sports Fans. Thank you for tuning in. I uh, hope you enjoyed and stay tuned for more episodes in the near future.